Hi everyone and welcome to the Snapshot for March. I'm Lisa from KVH and I have got Barry O'Neill with me. Um, those of you that know Barry and know KVH and read the bulletin will know that this is actually Barry's last week with us at Kiwi Fruit Vine Health. So we're really lucky to have him with us for the podcast. Um, Barry, welcome. And I guess feel well from the team as well almost. <laughs> Thanks Lisa. Um, I have really enjoyed my six years with KVH. It's been a real priv- privilege to um, be leading KVH and part of the KVH team. We've achieved a lot in those six years, very much started off with a PSA focus and uh, over the years have evolved to becoming a biosecurity uh, focused agency, a um, area that is so important for the kiwi fruit industry going forward and uh, I'm hoping I'm leaving KVH in uh, a good state and I'm absolutely confident that uh, Stu Hutchings, my replacement who starts next Monday, will continue to lead uh, KVH and the team well to meet the needs of the industry. Absolutely. And what are you going to be doing with yourself? Um, I'm going to focus on my governance career. I'm already on four boards and a fifth board has asked me to become their independent chair and uh, also uh, work on my small, small orchard north of Caddy Caddy. That's going to keep you really busy. Wow. Okay. But you're still going to be around for the next couple of weeks. People might see you out and about as yeah. Stu settles in. That's correct. So a little okay. bit of an uh, overlap between Stu and me. So, uh, But Stu is the CE from uh, next Monday. From Monday. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, well, we'll get right into it and run through some of the biggest topics that we've had in the bulletin and that the team have been talking to people about when they've been out in the field over the last few weeks Um, and one of the things that we have been talking about is top tips for harvest hygiene because obviously we're coming into harvest season and that starts to become quite a high risk period for spreading PSA Um, and some of the things that we've talked about are the things that people can do to manage their orchard and protect their orchard from either getting PSA or spreading PSA Um, and I guess the biggest message that we've been getting out there is probably to make sure that A, there is um, limits put on the access to roads and tracks and that equipment is checked to make sure that it's clean and free of soil and plant material and also making sure that seasonal workers who might be coming onto the orchard um, have got clean gear as well and that they don't accidentally or inadvertently bring any imported fruit in with them. Um, As well as that, we have been talking recently about latest BMSB fines. So believe it or not, the numbers are pretty high and there's been almost 2,000 stink bugs found at the border since the start of the high-risk season in September. We've got a lot of detail on our website about where and when and how the bugs have been found. Um, But listeners probably would have seen over the last few weeks that we were supportive of MPI and the fact that they had turned back four ships from Auckland, um, or four cargo ships that were carrying used vehicles, uh, BMSB and yellow spotted stink bag was also found on all four. Lisa, can I just make a comment on the previous uh, item you raised about the uh, um, harvest hygiene? So I'm sure a lot of growers, when they hear us talking about this, would be thinking, well, I may already have PSA, so therefore what's the point? And the point is uh, twofold, in my opinion. Firstly, um, 
PSA is evolving and we're seeing different forms of PSA, some copper resistant, some possibly more virulent. Um, so it's therefore in our interest to ensure that we minimise those uh, PSA risks. But just like you've now mentioned with BMSB, there's other biosecurity risks that are out and about, potentially. And so the orchard hygiene, the harvest hygiene, etc., is just so important mm -hmm. to ensure that we're not bringing things into our orchard that is going to have a negative impact. And actually we're really keen to hear from growers about something that has been spotted at this time of the year over the, or this time of um, the season over the last few years. And um, we've asked people to keep an eye out for signs of fruit being affected, especially where there are deposits of white exudate or exudate on the outer skin. Um, so we're working with Zespri and a small number of growers in Northland at the moment because they've reported quite low levels and of, of damage and it's only to some of their fruit but it is something that we're really keen to learn more about so that we can find out more about what's happening and where it's happening as well. Absolutely and there's a neat picture in the bulletin of fruit that have this, this uh, damage for those that want to have a look at it and, and just refresh their, their understanding of it. So it's all about report, being on the lookout and reporting anything at all that's unusual or different. Um, there's the MPI 0800 number and KVH as well. We're always keen to hear anything, either by email or on our 0800 number. The um, stink bug that we were just talking about as well, there was a really good piece that people might have seen in the New Yorker magazine. Um, we've got an excerpt from it on our website, but that was a fantastic piece that a couple of people put on the cover of the New Yorker and it talked about those impacts that you have on your lifestyle and your home when you're pretty much invaded by stink bugs. Yeah, it was a neat article, I agree, Lisa, and it, while it was a bit long, even if you've just got time to read the start of that article, just really um, reinforces the impacts it can have on us and our day-to-day -day lives. This couple left their upstairs bedroom door open just a fraction, and overnight, basically, they got invaded with stink bugs that just covered the walls, the ceiling, the floors, hid behind the mirrors, got into the clothes drawers, uh, all through their clothes, etc. It's just a nightmare, something that we definitely don't want to see happening in New Zealand. It was really frightening. Um... What else have we been talking about recently? I guess still on the stink bug topic, one of the things that we're really passionate here at, NZ, at um, KVH about is making sure that we build a, a big team of biosecurity champions and people that are on the lookout for the things that we've been talking about. And we were really pleased when we heard a story a few weeks ago about a young six-year-old at a local school in Caddy Catty. Um, he'd been out and about uh, from the classroom, he'd found what he thought might be a stink bug or something that looked different to what he'd already found in the past. He had mum take a photo and then he was showing the bug to dad who had been visited by someone from KBH not too long ago because of his work. Uh, so the school let us know that they'd been doing a bit of work around the environment and biodiversity and it was just a fantastic example of building awareness in the environment. 
Absolutely, and those biosecurity heroes, we try and recognise them. Um, last year, where the cleaners uh, identified Stinkbug in hotels in New Plymouth and mm -hmm. Wikianga, we tried to acknowledge the uh, um, vigilance and sent them a, a tray of kiwi fruit. Um, however, Lisa, on the other end of the scale, uh, some people are still doing what I think are quite dumb things. So we had a recent event where over the internet a um, kiwi imported a um, packet of what was claimed to be kiwi fruit seeds mm -hmm. and uh, this was sold from through, outside of New Zealand sold from China through uh, AliExpress or Ali, Alibaba um, and when we followed this up what seems to be happening is the, the um, pictures on the website of Alibaba or, or AliExpress are quite sensational in this case it was purple kiwi fruit on a vine <laughs> And so for $4 or whatever, a packet of seeds is uh, ordered. Sometimes difficult to stop at the border, although MPI do a great job, but in this case, the seeds got through. But when we followed up with MPI, these seeds are often weed seeds that someone up in China has just collected from the side of the road. Wow. So not only dumb that it's been uh, imported by Kiwis that should know better, but also, they're, they're wasting their money because they're not getting what they thought they were getting. It's just a, a con. And there are really strict rules around importing, if you were actually importing real kiwi fruit seed, there are really strict rules around it as well, aren't there? Absolutely. Mm. So unless it goes through quarantine and the uh, formal import protocol, it's illegal. So if you're tempted to bring seeds into New Zealand, unless you've got uh, approval from MPI, don't even try. The risk you're creating could be significant to our industry. I think um, just one more thing maybe we want to mention is something a little more lighter. Um, if you've got kids in your family or if you know of local school children, you might hear them talking about something that we've um, implemented with the House of Science, our Port of Tauranga, and the local Ministry for Primary Industries team, and there is a new kit that's going into the classroom in local schools, and it's a biosecurity-focused pack, which is for students who are years one to eight. It's for them and their teachers to learn a little bit more about science in the classroom, all focused on biosecurity. They get all the tools and the packs and the worksheets that they need, and there's a uh, biosecurity board game that's been created to go with it. I actually saw the board game at a House of Science event out in Tapuki a few months ago, and it was really fun, and a lot of teachers were getting really into it. Yeah, I think this is a really cool initiative and I congratulate the House of Science uh, for making it happen and very thankful for our primary school teachers that are using this which will teach our young children the importance of biosecurity which then hopefully will be part of them for the rest of their lives. So, no, uh, well done House of Science. And if you get the Kiwi Fruit Journal, which most growers should as well, there's an article and a few big pictures all about it um, in the latest issues. So that will be with you now. Um, thank you, Barry. And thank you, Lisa. Bye from me. <laughs> bye bye from it really Lisa. is bye from you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs>